On this week's episode, we're going to be reviewing all the liveries from the last couple of weeks, taking a look at any other details we've found, and then looking ahead to testing. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Back of the Grid. I'm your host this week, Tom, and I am joined by Chris. Hi. And Stu. Hello this week, Tom. <laughs> Hello, Stu. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything <laughs> weird to come back to that one. Um, you, you can tell that he's just like, just burning away until we get the season now, I think, isn't it? That kind of response. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is like, this is a serious episode. This is like legit content episode we're doing here. This is good stuff. I'm excited. Yeah, this are is. You, are you excited to review eight, uh, maybe even nine carbon fiber based cars? <laughs> well, there's, 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 much... there's at least what there's a, there's only probably there's least... eight new liveries here. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem the problem with them all will be how much carbon fiber we should have made that a category actually. Shouldn't to we? be honest, like, like <laughs> I don't, I don't actually. I think this carbon fiber thing is a bit of a sort of a bit of a just people kind of it's kind of taken on a life of its own i don't think it's that much of an issue i think looking at some of these yeah you know one or two of the early ones had had quite a lot of carbon fiber particularly alpine but most of them look like they've got enough paint on them to uh to warrant a livery i would say there's there's definitely different approaches to having a lot of bare carbon fiber yeah true i'm interested to hear your thoughts on some of these cars yeah so (laughs) what we're going to do in true um out of date fashion is a tier maker list as we always do. Um so we're gonna go through each one. We've we've got our five tiers. So the top one being eye candy, just pure eye candy. Um decent is the next one below that. We've then got meh where, where it kind of sits in the middle, swing and a miss, and then truly awful. So we'll go through them. Now I'm gonna go through them in the order Chris has put them in the dock. There is no particular order to this to my knowledge, other than maybe it's the order they just- released just the order they did the launches okay so that that seems that seems right that seems like the best way yeah so we'll we'll go through them like that so let's start where it began with the (laughs) hats i mean in terms of the car itself the Haas was the beginning of the trend of oh they all just look a bit like last year's red bull like that seems to be a trend through most of the cars Um, yeah all except for Red Bull itself, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a Haas, isn't it? Like, I don't know. Looks like a Haas. It looks like yeah. every other Haas. They've they've not really. They've definitely they definitely haven't sort of reinvented the wheel in terms of liveries, in terms of a Haas livery. Um, I really I mean, like did, the... to me. It looks. I don't. I want to see last year's. Let me just. I mean, he's, on, you, he's you talk going for yourself. a comparison. <laughs> it's got yeah. definitely got less white on it than last year's. Um, I yeah, really I was, I was like about the, to say the oversized Hass logo on the side pods that's like so big it kind of wraps around the top of them. I think that's quite a quite a nice detail. Yeah, but I don't know. It's a Hass. It's 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 exactly what I would expect a Hass livery to look like. I mean, I I kind of expect something a little bit more like last season's. I'm sad that there's far more black outweighing the white now on this one um because i don't know the 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 white and red just felt very hot like very strong white with kind of black as more of a secondary color felt more Mm hats 
Um, and then obviously the strong reds for the Haas brand and the MoneyGram partnership and stuff like that, that I feel like it's lost a bit. So it's, it's a bit like a meh for me. Like there's nothing particularly wrong with it, but there's also nothing overly right with it either mm. it's just a black car with white stripes on it yeah yeah i think well i think yeah i mean i i agree with chris like the Haas logo definitely looks a lot less apologetic than the yeah. the, the way they did it last year last that year it was true. just kind of like slapped on there and it and it sort of fitted into the space just right whereas well not it just kind of like was was on the space it didn't really look to have much purpose whereas at least this one it, it curves around with the contours of the car and looks sort of more integrated into the design overall of of, of delivery given that it's basically all raw carbon <laughs> from the side it's just <laughs> a black car with hash written on it yeah. from the top um there's a bit more to it isn't there they've got the curve around the thing it, i mean it's pretty much the default livery in any motorsport game isn't it yeah so, yeah like there's, it, no, it's, there's not an awful lot going on there there's nothing interesting in the paintwork that they have done let's put it that way yeah it's no higher than a meh for me yeah yeah it's, it's non-offense it doesn't offend me um I, I would say it's slightly better than last year's in terms of the, the actual team's team's own logo placement i think looks better so it's an improvement on last year's so i don't know what we rated it last year but yeah it's no more no than more. a yeah no more than a it's, it's fine it's fine it's it's fine like i said before it's it's nothing brilliant but it's nothing awful yeah. so and i'm meh. done talking about it <laughs> meh. it is <laughs> now i think this might be the most in one of the most interesting conversational bits of the episode when it comes to delivery we're on yeah. to sauber and their steak and kick branded lime green and black machine for the season thoughts so i'll tell you where i'm struggling with this <clears throat> i can't decide if i like it because it's actually a good livery or if i just like it because it's different like it's so wildly different to everything we've had for a number of years now and i'm not sure mm. if just it being different is like clouding my judgment but i think the thing that i do like about it is so when like Stu was just talking about the way that the house is painted is just kind of bog standard generic couple of stripes here, couple of stripes there. I think that there's something a bit more about the way that the um the salva's been done, like the weird sort of step pattern that you've got down the airbox, going from the, the mm -hmm. airbox kind of down the engine cover, then down the side of the car. Um I mean, obviously the rest of it is fairly straightforward just color the whole wing the same color couple of stripes down the nose that kind of thing but i do like the little kind of step pattern on the back just as something a little bit different and they've done something at least semi-interesting with the wheel covers as well um yeah not the most interesting wheel covers look. out there but they, they do look kind of cool with yeah like roulette kind of pattern is a good good way to describe it I mean, f for me, this is the Ninja Turtle car. Like, I actually, <laughs> I love the color. I actually really like, and normally, like, I'm not a fan of a green race car. Green's kind of unlucky for race cars. It's one of those. Mm -hmm. So don't expect this to finish many races. But um, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm the. I go the other way with the. Um, I go the other way with the. 
step on the airbox thing. I don't really get that. I, I think there's a design decision that's it's a strange one for me. For the, in the angles I'm looking at here, it just doesn't. It looks. It doesn't look very well thought out. That to me. But I don't mind the, the. I like the continuation of it. I like the way it stripes around the bottom of the car and, and then joins up eventually on the nose as it tapers down. Yeah. Um, the colour's rad. The, the colour is yeah. really, really, really cool. Um, and I do like the wheel. The wheel covers do look really, really nice. They're actually one of the few two. I mean, you don't really see the paintwork on the wheel covers that often because they're usually spinning. So this will just look like a bright green spinning wheel when <laughs> the car's in motion. Yeah, true. But. <laughs> but it does look it's a nice it's a nice pattern it's a it's a cool shape it's a little bit different from what we've seen before so it, it makes them look like green steelies kind of which yeah if it's gonna look like a steely anyway it might as well be an interesting color so <laughs> yeah um i don't mind it and then in terms of like just the design of the vehicle itself it does look a lot like an iteration of last year's red bull doesn't it yeah very much <laughs> like does. like a few cars do they kept talking at the launch about them making like bold decisions and like really pushing the envelope with the design. It's like if you took the paint off that and last year's Red Bull, I think you'd struggle to tell them apart, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the nose, I mean, there's a few cars. This car doesn't seem to have it, but there's a few cars with the nose that connects to the the first step of um, yeah. a front wing. Like solid all uh, the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where well, this this connects all the way to the main plane across the bottom. So yeah, most of I think the the more innovative cars appear to be making more use of that that slot gap underneath, so underneath the nose to get more air down into the diffuser. Yeah, so, I mean, I think come Bahrain, most teams are going to have. I mean, I think the front wings we've seen on a lot of these cars aren't going to be anywhere close to final. I think I was about to say last year's. Got, I think yeah. the detached final element of the wing and like the nose only attaching to the sort of top two is going to be kind of the meta front wing with the scoop yeah with the scoop going down underneath um but yeah overall i I think overall it's a it's a cool it's a it's it's not a terrible design i just don't i'm not sure about that airbox step but everything else it looks to me it looks like it's just there to accommodate the stake logo at the top and it's just absolutely (laughs) plastered with stake logos as well which is which is like it's replete with them it's hilarious because they already might be in trouble for them using that because Stake is a gambling brand. So I've already seen a version of the car that's had all those replaced with Kick logos, which is their other <laughs> part of their title sponsor. So I think the naming on the car is going to change race to race, which is <laughs> ludicrous. But yeah, it's mental. They, they should like they should spell it the meat version for the places where the car <laughs> like keep the font. But spell it S T E A K, like a bit like when um, back in the day when we went to countries that couldn't do cigarette advertising, and you, instead of the West logo, you used to have like Mika and David in the exact same font and style down the side of the McLaren. Yes, yeah. bring yeah. on um, Outback Steakhouse as a sponsor and just change the spelling. <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> Brilliant. Um... There's like a, a steak and kick knee pie joke in me somewhere here, but I can't, I can't quite make it materialise. <laughs> I mean, I think Shall I think that materialised enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where are we putting it? Where 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 does this uh, go yeah. then? Decent. I mean, I'm very happy with it. In decent, I, I really like the colour. Decent. Um, decent. Yeah. If only for the colour. Different. Yeah. yeah. But I think definitely different. some of the logo, some of the sponsorship logo placement could be. I think some of the concessions they've made to the design in order to place logos. Are, yeah. Are, are, are quite glaring, and yeah. so that's why. I'm only just indecent, if I'm completely honest. The <laughs> colour is 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 doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. That's <laughs> for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, team formerly known as Minardi. How do we feel about this one? I've seen so very mixed RB. opinions on this. No, Stu, the team formerly known as Minardi. Or Minardi for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a Toro Rosso livery, isn't it? Like, yeah, very much so. Kinda, I think. yeah. Kinda. Um, a lot of a lot more white than you would probably have seen in a Toro Rosso livery, livery of the past, which is partly the Orlen branding, isn't it? Um, and and then actually the Hugo branding as well, and the Honda mm. branding actually. Oh yeah, of course, down the side, yeah, down the engine cover. Because the yeah. the white stripe down the side with the Honda mm. logo on it. I really like that part. Yeah. But then the big white block across the nose kind of does nothing for me. I don't really like that big, big sort of white bit. You're almost like dividing the car in two in the middle. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because, I mean, Ferraris isn't as aggressive as that, but they've got a similar sort of thing this year with the like yeah. kind of stripe that well, goes the across stripe the nose and then down the side. It sides. goes the other way, though. It kind of goes, it follows the contours of the car rather mm. than go against them, and this kind of goes against the contours of the car a little bit. Um, yeah, I, um, I think it's busy. Busy it is, is the word. Exactly it, it, Design-wise, it's very, very, very busy. Lots going on. Obviously, lots of logos, lots of sponsors. It's good to see. But um, in terms of like, you know, the team's not in any trouble, is it? Because it's got all this money coming for all these sponsors. Yeah. Um, what do I think to this one? I think I like the I like the red rings around the wheels. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. a nice touch. Um, they've gone minimal on the on the wheel hubs, which I don't mind. Um, even though I just said it was on the last <laughs> one that it was interesting to see. The two, again, like you know, sometimes minimal is nice, and I think in this, yeah. it's such a busy livery everywhere else that actually it probably that's did it. need to you, keep it to a minimum on the wheel hubs. You'd be doing too much if you went over the top on the wheel hubs on this one. I think. Yeah, it's like it's got the classic bull over the uh, over the top of the airbox, which you know works well on cool. on these kinds of cars. Yeah, on Red Bull cars, which is. I mean, I like the side pod visa placements, very similar to the way Haas have done theirs down the side mm-hmm. of the air. Yeah, um, they seem much more limited on space pods. down the down the side of the car. Like it's much more contour. Yeah, they're, they're much. I mean, like narrower side pods, aren't they? Well, kind of like last year's Red Bull. Kind um, of. Funnily enough, an awful lot like last year's Red Bull. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've only really got these renders of this car so far. True. Which look very shiny and reflective and i think that kind of metallic blue they used to use on the toro rosso is, is a very nice color with the sort of metallic silver of the red bull and stuff whether it's going to look like that in person don't really know yet um True. i think mm. that cash app logo on the lower plane of the rear wing looks ludicrous it's like the biggest logo I've oh ever yeah seen on a formula one car i oh, almost yeah. wish they'd incorporated that cash app green kind of into the livery a little bit it feels so yeah. out of place just slapped on the end plates and slapped on the rear wing yeah that's awful on the rear wing two logos on the yeah. rear wing i mean that's that's what's making it feel really really busy i'm um so for me this one i'm gonna be honest this is a swing and a miss for me this 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 livery i think. don't think it's quite right yeah yeah i think i don't mind the way that the the white stripes go across the top of the radiator inlets either side of the driver mm-hmm. and then down the side so they sort of like yeah, turn yeah. on their side and go down the yeah. side of the airbox or the engine cover i think that's that's pretty cool but um 
overall, I think this is a very, very... It's, it's, I can't categorize it anything other than a swing and a miss. I think if they'd gone more towards sort of the, you know, you remember the the silver and sort of metallic blue one that they had that that everyone loved on the on the old Toro yeah. Rosso. That yeah. was just, you know, such a beautiful car. Um, they, I mean, if they if they'd done that, then I think I'd be a lot happier. But this kind same. of just feels like they've tried that and not quite pulled it off. So swing and a miss for me. Because the. I mean, in many ways, the busyness of the look of the car fits with the name of this team. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it is just that like, is how many logos can we slap on this thing? And then, yeah. like, like the driver numbers are kind of like a sort of American sports kind of varsity style thing. Which, mm. again, it's an interesting idea, and you could do something cool if you're using that as part of a whole design. But they just feel like another idea that's been slapped on with no consideration yeah. to how it fits. They've just thrown everything you, at it. Yeah. Thrown everything at it. I used to, like, this is probably the car that my opinion of has changed the most in the time since it launched. Because initial feeling, I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, they're doing some interesting stuff. Like, yeah. it's a nice colour. But the more you look at it, the more it's just, yeah. like... An when you sit and analyse it properly, like, it's, yeah. it's not a I think that's design. the thing. Um, I'm similar to Chris on this. Like, when I first saw it, I thought, Oh, that's like that could actually be one of the the better liveries this season. But then, as you as you spot all the little things one by one, you and you look at it more and more and more. It yeah, it gets it just looks less and less refined. Busier, the way you look at it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is a shame because I think going for this color scheme that with the you know the really nice blue that they've used a few times with the red and white secondaries to support it could have actually really really worked and been really really nice and i think in terms of the the paintwork placements and and the actual like kind of core livery itself i think that is actually quite nice it's just the way that they've where they've plastered the brands and how they've plastered them the only the only two that really look like like properly considered are probably the bull on the airbox and the visa on the yeah. side pods and the rest just kind of look like right where can we fit all these others and just kind of slapped on then there's some nice ideas screaming to get out but yeah yeah, yeah. so swing and a miss then we're swing saying swing and a miss sad i think a lot of people liked that one at first as well like like me, like yeah. me and chris to be fair yeah, i mean they might still they might still but I, I just think yeah it's, it's just too Other busy as well like the red the red over the top of the uh the halo as well just doesn't look right. It just no. there's too much going on for yeah. me. Um, next one, yeah. So the next one we saw was the Williams. Um, not too much of a variation from last season's. Uh, probably a little bit more bare carbon fiber than we'd seen last season. Maybe, yeah. I, I like it. I don't mind it. Um, I think having just looked, it, it makes it looks it's, as a design. It's much much more refined than the car we were just talking about. So it's already got that going for it. Um, I think. Let's see what what we let's break this down a little bit. So the the, the scaling of like some of the logos looks right. Like it's it, you know the the, the mm. space for everything. Everything's got like room to breathe. When you compare it to what we were just talking about, everything feels like it's just absolutely scaled up on the other on the other car, yeah. scaled up to the absolute maximum size it can be, and it doesn't quite look like it all fits on the car properly. It looks like it's just scaled up that bit too big. Whereas 
you know, when you look at the MyProtein logo, the Gulf logo on the nose, like that's all scaled in nice proportion to the area around the area, the space that it's got on the car. So there's a little bit of buffer before sort of the edges tail off around the logo so that it's got space and it stands up and it's visible. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it's almost more visible as a logo. The logos are almost more visible because they've got that bit of space around them. Um, which is the benefit of not making it massive and, and integrating it into the design of the car properly. Um, I like the stripes. I like the way they've, the, I do like the way they do the Duracell logo around the yeah. airbox. I've always oh, liked yeah, that's that. I think that's pretty cool. Fantastic. It's a nice touch. Um, yeah. And then in terms of like vehicle design, you know, the engineering of the vehicle, it, not, it, it looks slightly more refined than last year, but there's nothing like particularly amazing standing out. On this car yeah. for me is a it doesn't this look like it's going to be moving not, up the grid any further <laughs> yeah it's another one we've not really seen many shots of on track yet it's only really like yeah. studio shots and rent okay so. oh so it's just not it's not the car then <laughs> it's, it's not probably the not car. the car um yeah. they've got that kind of red pinstripe kind of thing around the nose I yeah don't know if that's adding i think my biggest problem with this car is the the base blue that I've gone for for the majority of the car is so dark it might as well just be black. It's like there. I like that. I like that blue. The, the one, the one down the side, the one. Yeah, the like three, side up three the yeah, dark yeah. navy blue. I kind of wish there was some more of that more royal blue going on. It's like they've got all of the disadvantages of having paint on the car <laughs> without any of the benefits of actually painting the car. <laughs> <clears throat> but i think some some of the i think in these renders as well because it's lit with blue light especially the the front render that we're looking that's at that's true you're yeah. not getting like you're not necessarily on that that render you're not getting like necessarily the mm. uh the variations the shifts in the different blues because it's just all getting this flat blue light across it's across it that's yeah sort of masking i think the, the paintwork a little bit i think there's also an element no matter where we rank these that once they're all running together at testing and you start seeing them side by side in daylight, there may be one or two of these that actually move around a little bit in terms of where we put them. I think, you know, once you see them running and you see them like properly alongside the others, it's all well and good putting a bunch of different studio shots that have got different lighting on them and stuff like that, like you're saying, some are renders and some are actual cars and whatever, yeah. whatever. But once they actually start running side by side in testing in daylight, it would be very interesting to see if if any opinions change on certain ones. Like I think this mm. one could look quite nice in the daylight. Um, yeah, I think just so. because I think I think you will actually see more of that darker blue. I think that darker navy will probably like kind of just pop a it'll, little bit more in, in sunlight. Yeah, when, yeah. When the sun's on it, yeah, yeah. And we all know, you know, if you've seen, we're, we've all been lucky enough to, you know, see a lot of Formula One cars in person over the years, and they do pop a lot more in person even under like yeah. sort of gray light on a on a rainy day they the colors on formula one cars are still somehow magically super super bright <laughs> so um yeah i think it'll pop a lot more in 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 real life in the sunlight this one yeah that's um, it, for, for us for me it's it's a decent for me yeah so i think i can go with decent the, um like their their williams junior drivers in f2 using like a similar ish livery which presumably using the same color and they do look a lot better in daylight yeah um i don't think i like it as much as you guys do but i'm happy to be uh outvoted. cool i mean it it, it needs a, a slight bump just for the way that they integrate the duracell battery 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's like that, that, that's that always remains a bump. the best bit of livery design on the grid. It's <laughs> yeah, whoever came up with that is a genius. It's cool. It's brilliant. Right. So the next one we saw was oh boy. I mean, t- technically the the pair of Alpines. There were there were some differences. Um, yeah. So like we've seen. I mean, have we seen two or three? I can't even remember how many we've seen at this point. How many Alpines have we actually seen? I mean, if two? you include the WEC car, we've seen three. Oh, oh! I, I was thinking more just F1 liveries. You're talking like all, oh, sorry, all the all the variants yeah, is, as well from different formula and different. The fourth year of Alpine, I think we're in now. I don't know. Let's not get bogged down in that. Let's yeah. let's worry about the um, let's the, worry about the lack of livery on this car. <laughs> it is. So here's the, here's the thing that annoyed me the most. All this build up. They the biggest mistake they made was unveiling the, the World Endurance Championship livery first because that is yep. a stunning car, the Alpine WEC. They then did the Formula One car, which is, I think we can all agree, the worst of the bunch. It is a shocking excuse for a livery. Yep. And then they were like, but wait, we've got a There's second more. one for you. <laughs> we'll reveal the pink one. It was like, oh, maybe they're going to redeem themselves. So they cut to like everyone in the factory and then they pull the sheet off, and it's basically the same terrible car again, just yep. a little bit more pink. Just pink, yeah. The, the worst, yeah, the worst thing about the worst thing about both these liveries that were on the F1 car is the Alpine one in no way represents Alpine the the brand when you compare it to stuff like the wet car and yeah. the BWT the wet one. Legit. Yeah, the the, the wet car is awesome, and then the. Um, the BWT version, the, the the pink, and I'm very heavily using air quotes there. The <laughs> pink one, like for for years, BWT has sponsored like DTM, Porsche Super Cup, Formula One, and they've always got like this primarily pink car that's actually looked pretty decent because it just stands out as being something different. And this is just like <laughs> I don't know, it's like two. I mean, it's barely a pink stripe as it is because it turns to white halfway up the nose. Yeah. Like, it just it's barely feels a livery. so it's barely pointless. A livery. It is so barely pointless. a livery. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, that there's mean, other teams on this grid <clears throat> that have put a lot more bare carbon on the cars. But so they, just like, like straight in, just just put it, just, just get it done with. <laughs> you, well, what I was thinking is, I've just dropped it straight in awful. And what I've realised is we should have probably called awful barely a livery <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we should and have. And just, just leave fine. nothing but BWT Alpine down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's other teams on the grid that have got way more carbon, but they've been smart about where they have put the paint to still make it look like a livery and alpine just haven't done yeah. that they've like what is the the smallest amount of paint we can get away with and just there's just so little thought seems to have gone into it it's, t- it's terrible it's absolutely terrible i mean I don't the, the worst anymore. bit is the worst bit is that the better one of the two is the BWT more focused pink one? I would say if you like, if you're gonna make me pick out of the one with the slightly blue edged nose and the one with the slightly pink edged nose, I would pick the pink one. But they're gonna use yeah. that for like what two races or something again this season, I think and that's like about seven it. Seven or eight this year. I'm not um, sure which race it's gonna be. Okay, but, but it, even still, it's like we say, it's barely a livery. It's garbage. It's a stone Absolutely. cold abomination, is what it is. It's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> 
We've come up with so many better names for the awful tier during this one discussion. Yeah, no. Well, it's, you know, when, oh, well. when we actually, we, we should really talk about these episodes before we start making them, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Right, let's move on to the Aston Martin. Um, I mean, not much of a deviation from what we've seen in the in the few years that it's, the team has been Aston yeah. Martin. It's just cool. last year's Aston Martin again, isn't it? But yeah, uh, it looks nice though. It. I do like it. It's a nice livery. Anyway, last year's was good. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah, but the thing is. They've there's a lot more exposed carbon on this, but mm. they've put it in places where it's kind of hidden away. Like if you look at this exactly. car top down, it's pretty black. But when do you ever see a Formula One car top down other than yeah. the launch? From the helicopter, happens? like yeah. couple of shots a race. Like yeah, they've that kind often. of been smart about it. Um, yeah. Well, all the photos that get taken of them are trackside, aren't they? And that's I mean yeah. that's the consideration you have to take when you when you're you know, where is this car going to be imaged from the most? And yeah. it is going to be sort of <laughs> eye level kind of stood stood to one side. People are going to be watching from the photographers are all like camped along the edges yeah. of the circuit, taking pictures of it. So if you can get that looking like it's painted from those angles, then you're doing exactly, it right. Yeah. right. Yeah, I would say so. Mm. Um, and yeah, I would just... say they are doing it right here. That this 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 car looks cool. I like the strip of black down the shark fin. Um, what's well, barely a shark fin these days, but you know, the, yeah. the regulatory shark fin. <laughs> um, what else do I like? I like I like the stripe. You know the the sort of bright marker pen yellow stripe yeah. that runs down the contour of the nose and underneath the undercut of the side pods. I think that looks cool. Um, again, we logo should... sizes look about right. So yeah, I think yeah. that's good. It's a shame the Aramco logo on the rear wing is like in the brand colours because that just looks yeah, pretty awful. I don't mind that. It, I, I it, think they're not the most offensive colours. So. Yeah, I think the thing for me is like I do notice it like when you see that head-on sort of shot and you can see the rear wing within that shot does stand out a little bit. But I think because of the blues and the greens that Aramco use, it it's sort of – I mean, it's it's less – offensive than it would be on some of the other cars let's put it that way like it, it sits in with the color scheme of the aston a lot better at least yeah and as well i think like just the shape of the car works well like the way they've used the contours yeah. to high to house mm -hmm. sort of certain parts of logos and things just seems to work quite well i think like maybe the if you look at this photo around the rear wheels there's a few sort of stray logos down there that have kind of like they they look almost a little bit misplaced but other than yeah. that i think overall it's pretty good yeah. so yeah i like this and one i think a, um, decent for me this one i i think this this is one of my favorites so i i'm gonna argue for eye candy and let okay yeah uh, mm. deciding vote tom i could lean towards i could i could i could be convinced of eye candy but tom I, doesn't look I like think... good I think I can only go as high as decent. Like it's, you know, it's a solid Aston Martin green for the most part <laughs> with I, the thing that would always get this one higher for me is if they manage to incorporate just that little bit more of the fluorescent racing yellow that they use on yeah. the WEC cars That's and the, um, and the GT cars and things like that. Like they, they get almost like the perfect balance for me of the racing green that Aston Martin uses and just highlighting details and elements with the fluorescent yellow. And I think that there's maybe not quite enough of that on this for it to maybe be eye candy. Maybe had a stripe along the front edge of the 
front wing maybe or something along those yeah. lines just to kind of make that or happen. like but yeah i, can see I don't that. know just just little elements like i don't know sort of the edge of the, the outer edge of the air box and things like that just like just those because that's that's always the image i think when i think aston martin racing i always think of the gt cars that are in this this lovely green with the the fluorescent highlighting of the the grill yeah and i feel like the air box is almost like the perfect opportunity to do something that's just a bit of a nod to that with the f1 car mm. so i think think just one or two little changes to it is what would push it up for me but it's still decent i'm more than happy with it in decent but i think he's just missing one of those two little like aston martin specific touches to to go quite as high as eye candy for me yeah i would say as well as as a car it looks pretty aggressive and refined compared yeah. to the last few years um i was i was worried about where aston martin were going to sit in the uh, standings this year after sort of the good start last year but looking at the car from a fairly layman's point of view gives me a little bit of hope that they've they've come up with a, a decent race car yeah it's yeah, one of the cars that looks like it's more refined than last year's i think i think there's yeah, one mo- most to be fair most of the cars that i've seen do look like refinements on last year's or like they look they look like they would be engineering aerodynamically look they look a lot more considered than than some of last yeah. year's do i think mm-hmm. especially for launch cars so um it's going to be interesting to see how yeah it'd be interesting to see how quick it is um hopefully they've got it right and it'll be a competitor yeah i agree are we leaving it indecent are we all good with that i could move it up to eye candy you know i think i'm gonna move <laughs> i'm gonna go with sorry tom i'm gonna have to revise right. my thing the more i look at it it's one of those, the more you look at it, the nicer it is. I think yeah. like it's it, it's almost minimalist in a lot of ways, even though it is yeah. packed with logos. Like they're done, it's done in sort of kind of a classy way. So I like it. I think it's um especially that side shot we've got in the in the tier maker there. I think it looks really cool from that angle. So yeah, yeah it's it's eye candy. I'd, I'd I'd have a poster of that. If I was, you know, 14 years old, I'd be willing to have a poster of that on my bedroom wall. <laughs> that is the teenage boy test. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's move on to McLaren. Um, so, again, a bit of a variation on last season's kind of orange and black theme. Um, I mean, I guess probably a bit of notably, bias in me, but I do quite like it. I mean, maybe could have used a little bit less of the overwhelming black, but mm-hmm. I think they've done a nice job of being able to sort of incorporate things where where they work with either colour, and that might be part of the consideration, like having the Chrome logo on black, having the OKX logo on black, thing, just things like that, that it's maybe seen an opportunity for them to um, to have carbon bear with just those silver logos on in places. Um, but, yeah, at least it feels a bit considered, like this kind of a, a striped design to what they've done. It's not just black for the sake of being black carbon fibre. It's, you know, it's got some element of design to it in some degree, I think. How do you feel about the lack of blue? Because over the last few years, the amount of blue on the livery has been getting smaller and smaller. And yeah. And it's gone entirely. I don't mind so much. The, the important colour for me when it comes to McLaren as as like a fan and a the car itself is the orange it always has been um which is why i was so happy when they brought it back and Mm -hmm. they're keeping that papaya style orange within the car um and like i say i think that they've they're stripping as much of it off as they can 
but they're trying to do it in a considered way that it at least looks like part of the design, like just little things like, you know, tip of the nose being black with the Chrome logo and then the orange McLaren logo on it looks part of the design. It doesn't look like they've done it to paint a bit less of the car, if that makes sense. Um, Unlike the the Alpine that just looks like they tried to paint (laughs) as little of it as possible. So I'm not saying he's like the most brilliant livery out there, don't get me wrong, but I think if you're going to try and paint as little of your car as possible, it's at least not a bad attempt at minimising that. Mm. And again, with this one, the, the, the logos are scaled properly. They're the right size, yeah. so they don't, they don't look yeah. overwhelming. It does, it, yeah. there is, there's a lot of sponsorship on this car, but it doesn't look too busy. It, look, it, looks, yeah. you know, it, it looks refined and... Yeah, like designed. you compare that to the Minardi, they've probably got a similar number of sponsors, but yeah. this one just looks so much more just thought I mean, through and considered. If anything, there could be potentially more sponsors on this McLaren yeah. than there is on we the We know Zach Brown on the knows how to go out and get a sponsorship deal. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing is, is when I look at it head on, because of where the Chrome logos are placed and then the shape of the nose, I can't help but see something similar to Jar Jar Binks' face. <laughs> I don't know if like well, you've just ruined it. <laughs> like what? I don't know. So look look at the look at the two chrome logos like either side of the driver. And I can just see like Oh this, like, no, really what lo- have you done to me? <laughs> oh for God's sake. <laughs> I just can't like unsee oh, it ever no. since I first saw it. And if I've had to deal with it for the last few days since I sold this car, then everyone else has to deal you've with it. You've just too. ruined this livery for me. <laughs> I was about to be like eye candy, and now I'm like awful. Oh no, you <laughs> said it. You said it. It's opposite way. I'm pointing like, at eye candy. You've said it. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's decent at best for me. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with eye candy for Tom because oh, yeah. I've changed my mind to give Chris his eye candy for the Aston Martin. So let's give this eye candy as well. I think it, it, I, I do like the the, the way um, look from the side shot the way that the airbox orange arrow sort of comes down across it from that angle yeah. in a perfect, almost perfect line. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, that's pretty cool because there's a lot of contours there and it's yeah. almost like it's being projected onto it, which is difficult to yeah. achieve. I think when you've got these kinds of really complex shapes to get a straight line down is, is, is a challenge. So um, it's a good paint job in that regard um, <laughs> on a technical <laughs> level, if you like. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like. I think. I think it is eye candy. I, I like the. I like the shade of orange, the papaya orange that they have. Um, yeah, I would have. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more blue because I did always like the blue orange combo that they had, even though they they shouldn't necessarily be colours that go that well together, but somehow mm. they do on this car. Uh, well, on, on previous cars, um, and I've always liked the the chrome wheel hubs like as in like the google chrome wheel hubs that they have like the the way they integrate it's a clever integration of a well-known logo into it's not it's actually not for chrome it's for google that isn't it but um that um, it's cool i like it that reminds me actually this is confusing because we talk about chrome and chrome but the (laughs) it's hard to tell from these pictures but (laughs) the driver numbers on this livery are yes chrome the color which is oh cool yeah. That is a nice touch. That's almost like, like a of, nod to the sponsor, maybe. Like it's kind of that and also a throwback to the kind of earlier sort of Silver um, Arrow kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, you kind of Jensen Button era McLaren liveries, mm. which I quite like. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Okay, we got more eye candy. I didn't think we'd get any eye candy. So I will say, I think a lot of these ratings are where we rate them on this grid of cars. I think if you'd have put a lot of these cars up against previous years, they'd probably been a lot lower. Yeah, I think yeah. it is it's contextual sometimes, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But do you, I mean, the, to be these fair- cars don't know any better. They don't know any better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to move us on to one of yeah. the ones that was probably my biggest contender for eye candy, in, in all honesty, which is the Ferrari. I really like this. I mean, there's, there's one small element that I would change, and that's the the white and yellow stripe across the nose that we talked about earlier. Um, I think maybe if it was something that went rather than like being a band across the nose somehow went like along either it side, or something like that. Yeah. yeah like it, it, it would be, it would be almost perfect, but yeah, this is probably my favorite of the grid this season. Really? Yeah. The white mm. and yellow stripes along the side. I like the ones across the nose. I don't so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I agree there. I really wish they'd leaned into the yellow a bit more and made the Ferrari text on the rear wing yellow, having like That'd yellow text against the black wing. Yeah, I think would have been nice. Um, I do like this a lot though. Yeah. Uh, it bothers one thing that really bothers me about this car, and I've seen other people point out the same thing, is that the side pod is just plastered in logos. Yeah, and then true. the engine cover is just empty. Empty. Devoid. Like, yeah, completely. stick it's... one or two of them up there just to kind of even it yeah. out a little bit. Mm. Maybe they're got... keeping that space clear because they've got something lined up for the future. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's got that kind of, um, I don't know what, I want to call it like the typical sports car sponsorships as well by the looks of it, where you've got kind of a row of them in smaller white text along the carbon mm-hmm. fibre. Like, I sort of, it makes me think like GT car side skirt where you've kind of just got them all in a row along the side yeah. skirt. Yeah, they've so done like that a for a while. Touch Ferrari. of that to it. Um, yeah, it's I, a nice Which touch. I do I like. like it. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah, think it's the a, decreasing it, size of logos is basically like, here's how much they've all paid for their logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, here's how important of a sponsor you are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's also a nice little touch along the rear wing um, with the yellow and white stripes just on either edge of it. That sort mm-hmm. of yeah. follows follows on from... Yeah. almost follows on nicely from the uh yeah where you imagine um, the line would naturally go kind of thing like from the bodywork up onto the rear wing which looks cool which i think is why the nose stripes look so weird because they don't yeah the perpendicular flow into the other yeah. ones yeah. yeah they're pointing the opposite way yeah. yeah um yeah i think if you ditched those those lines and the way there's just like this crass gap cut out of them to accommodate the richard mealy logo too i don't like that can you see how there's like obviously that logo down the side of the nose yeah yeah yeah. well it's like where your feet would be if you're driving i guess yeah um any logo if you're working in if for people who work in design you have to leave like each logo has its own like preferences on Mm -hmm. how much space needs to be left for for it for for it to breathe and it looks to me like those even though they have cut out the lines, it looks like those are not being respected. So it looks condensed and a bit trapped mm. in there. Yeah. Kind of See, it's not breathing I mean, very for, well for me. For me, why not have that logo where it goes across the nose above the VG, VGW and then have the stripe down the side of the nose? Would be mm-hmm. my suggestion. Yeah, but have it go back. Yeah. I'm not a designer, so. 
There's definitely it's, better. It's down to like the it's I'm angles just a man. again, like because like if you if you've got if you've got an angle if you've got it across the top it you can only see that logo when it's te- when when fr- from that basically from that one angle yeah from the i top. guess i guess whereas if you've got it down both sides you can you, it's more likely to be There's seen an element of that for sure it's more visible so it's like it's to do with like the spot obviously they've bought that position on the car because that's what they're yeah that's what they've been sold um you know what i do like i like the puma logos right by the radiator openings can you see that yeah yeah, yeah. they're cool they look pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, it is weird how they've not put anything across the top. And Sant- Santander is almost like apologetically put across the <laughs> yeah. top by the exhaust pipe, hmm. even though they're like a massive sponsor. Um, I, I love the Ferrari. paint to uh, melt off in testing when the exhaust is over. Yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, Ferrari logo on the rear wing. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, it is overall, it's a nice livery. They've yeah, got, they, have you noticed they've got the Peroni Zero logo back upside down facing into the driver so that the onboard cameras will... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what? No, I've not noticed that. That's interesting. And it's the same with out. the um, wing mirror logos yeah. as well. They're yeah. kind of facing into the driver, so that the roll hoop cameras pick those up. Yeah. Red wheel covers. How do we feel about red wheel covers? Don't mind them. Don't mind. Yeah, I think it looks all right. I think they look, yeah. think they look cool. Again, like it's it's kind of one of those design features now that it's just you're so limited on what you can do with those wheel covers that yeah, I'd be amazed to see. You know, because they're in rotation all the time, you can't put a sponsorship logo on it. You can't really do anything more than... I think McLaren have probably gone as far as you could possibly go with it. Yeah. Because once they're spinning, you just can't see anything. So, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. Um, there was talk for a while of them doing like LED covers on the wheels, wasn't there? Yeah. Was at one point, like, yeah. We'll maybe do that in the future. I think that's completely fallen by the wayside now. Yeah. Um, Where are we putting this? Another oh. thing I've just thought about of with this Ferrari is that it's going to look good with all three tire compounds. True. You, every oh, time yeah. you see yeah. a, an official shot of the McLaren, they always have the hard tires on because the white is obviously quite neutral, whereas red or yellow against yeah. an orange livery kind of clashes. That Ferrari looks good with all three. Yeah, yeah it will look good with all three. You notice a similar thing with the, um, the Aston as well, going back to the fluorescent yellow comment I was making before about that, that's nearly always running the mediums for that, yeah. that exact same reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, in in, in um, marketing shots, obviously, yeah. not in real yeah. life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to the, clarify, just yeah. before some YouTube warrior gets in the comments, like, they don't know anything, they're talking about tyres. <laughs> yeah, Alonso calling for a new set of softs. Are like, sorry, they just don't. Sorry, they don't, sorry the they, brand. Don't, they don't match the brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think as a livery, that's top tier for me. That's another eye candy. Excellent. Personally. Next one, then. Right. Um, just quickly oh, on yeah? the Ferrari as a car. To me, from what we've seen, it looks. It looks the most kind of like a an evolution of last year's, but rather than kind of, I was going to use the word revolution. That's not the right word. I think a lot of teams have basically just gone down the same sort of route as Red Bull, whereas Ferrari mm. seem to have sort of evolved their own design a little bit. Um, like I know, I know people love to talk about whether cars are using push rod or pull rod and ultimately it does make a huge difference but i think ferrari are pretty much the only team now that are still using pull rod rear suspension basically everyone else has gone down the red bull push rod route so yeah. 
I worry if this is Ferrari refining what was already a good idea that they had or whether it's them being stubborn and not following the trends. Um, yeah. You want a revolution. I want a revelation. So listen to my declaration. Stu <laughs> mm. um, continuing on his Hamilton kick. The, I think the Ferrari is definitely more... There's no revelation in this Ferrari. It, no. it's, 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 it does look a lot like kind of, yeah, it's almost like it's gone towards, you know, the, the underbite side pod kind of thing. Again, these are, these are marketing shots, aren't they? So you're not going to really see any of the on track though. Thing. And it's broadly the same, I think from the on track version. Mm. I mean, they spent a lot of time last year sort of ironing out a lot of bugs, didn't they? And figuring out and by the like, end of the season, last year, it was a very quick car. So, yeah. So yeah. with that, like it could be, it, it yeah. could be a contender. It, depending on, you know, I mean, depends where everyone else is, but it's just, you know, the same applies to everyone. It's, I, I think this, this, this year, particularly right now is really difficult to call, especially with no testing yet. It's really yeah. difficult to call yeah. who's going to be, who's going to be what. Um, but yeah, in terms of just paint job, what the car looks like, it looks, it, I think it looks good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, next one. Right. Yeah, let's go get on to the Merc. So um, mm. sticking with the the majority black livery, um, got got the silver and I want to call it teal down the nose. Um, this this car to me feels like a mashup of all of their liveries over the past <laughs> kind of five years. Like yeah, obviously, like there's a, gr- a lot of black going on but then from the front on angle it looks a lot more like the kind of rosberg hamilton era mercedes yeah um then the engine covers got the sort of lots of stars on black like we had two or three years ago that was like a prominent feature um i like it i like it too i really like that they've moved the patronus teal stripes like along the top of the because they, they've always been quite down low in previous years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that kind of along that sort of edge, you can see them from the front and from the side. I think that works really well. Mm. It looks yeah. pointy. The car yeah. it looks like a Formula the, E car the, almost. Yeah. From the, the front. Um, I mean, there is a very striking similarity to the Formula E livery. To be fair, is there? <laughs> yeah, very much um, so. But I mean, the, the I think the I was going to say something similar about the pointiness, and I think it comes from the way that you, obviously, if you look at it head on, you got the two stripes down the side of the nose, and then just the way that they kind of arch off across the side pods, just yeah, gives it that like kind of arrow. It looks like it's moving. Look. It looks like it, even yeah, when yeah. it's still. It's mm. the sort of car that looks it's like it's good. moving when it's when it's yeah. that still. I think it looks nice, and I think innovation wise, I think it it does look like more of a. It looks. I mean, when you compare this to what they launched last year, yeah, this actually it's looks nice like today. it's. It looks like a capable car. This one, yeah. Whereas, yeah. the 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 weird looking, boxy side pod, strange half baked looking car that they launched last year just never ever looked like it was going to do anything. This actually mm. looks like it's got some innovation on it, and then looks quite interesting. And hopefully, they've solved a lot of their problems. Maybe mm. they're just, you know, because we all know for all the talk of um, you know aer- aerodynamic concepts and things like that, I think that the biggest Achilles heel at Mercedes over the last few years has been suspension. And it, I think the fact that we've got a Red Bull now looking like it's going to have no side pods. 
with what is with the best suspension in the game in Formula One, then I reckon we could have a really, really fast Red Bull next year. That's like mm. absolutely dominant. But again, mm. but let's not worry about that for the moment. Um, looking at this, yeah, I, I, I do like it a lot. And I, I can see like the different tires on it looking nice. The wheel rims, they've just not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Like it fits the rest of the car, honestly. Like, yeah. That I mean, he looks a bit of a demon. In in terms of like, let's let's just take a moment to compare this to something like the Alpine, right? There's not a huge amount of paint on this. It's no. fairly minimal in that sense. But this is how you leave the majority of the car black and still yeah. make it look nice. They're nice renders as well. I think part of the problem yeah. with the Alpine is those renders are ugly. Like they've True. they've gone too far that with the <laughs> with the sort of grungy effect all over the all over the carbon mm. fiber yeah because like, like there is like there is a reason why you do that like you but but they've not been subtle enough with it so it just makes the car look dirty but like when when objects look like absolutely immaculately perfect then yeah it's really obvious that they're cg you have to put imperfections on things to make them look more realistic and they just went to town on the Alpine renders with that and didn't actually, unless they're real photos, maybe, but like if they are, then no, they are, polish they are the renders. car first. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But this, yeah. I think this looks cool. Logos all fit. Um, I, one thing I really like is that, so we've had the Ineos red airbox for a few years now. Yeah. But they've added, they've got now got Ineos red on the inside of the end plates. There's a little mm, stripe. Yeah kind of inside the suspension there's a little bit of it inside the cockpit yeah and it kind of ties it in way more yeah. because it's felt yeah. like such an afterthought in recent years yeah i agree and Definitely. i've actually tried to tie it in there which i really like yeah it looks a very complete design it mm. doesn't look like anything it looks a very complete and considered design for a livery yeah. for me like i think everything everything ties in together well um there's just the right amount of of each element um and it, and it flows nicely across the car as well. I think that's the other thing. There's no like you yeah. know juxtaposing angles going in weird directions or anything like that. It just it's 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 easy on the eye. This livery, I think. Yeah. I think it's decent. I don't think I like yeah. it as much as the Aston or the Ferrari. But it's. I think I don't think we decent. can possibly put it in eye candy just because all the haters will no. hate us for it. <laughs> um, we should talk a little bit as well about their front wing. Yeah. Um, because interesting now the real car has hit the track um i mean <laughs> yeah. look at these renders now it's obvious how that front wing is the most basic front wing design you could come up with for a render yeah um essentially with their front wing the top element of it only really exists for the outside half of the wing and then there's basically a wire that connects it to the nose of the car, which is essentially there to make it legal because the rules say every element of the front wing has to attach to the end plates and to the inboard of the, the nose of the yeah. car. So they've kind of thinned it down to like a centimeter thick just to make it legal, um, mm. which is a very clever bit of design. I, I'm yeah, sure all of the teams are already flicking through the rule book, preparing their protests if it works. But um, mm. I mean, it's, it's still a to me it's it's perfectly legal from what i can gather like it looks it looks fine to me i think it's clever because obviously what they're doing is they're trying to get much much more air down to that central part of the diffuser yeah. um and again with the, the these guys have gone for the um the sort of underbite 
main plane of the front wing as well. Mm-hmm. And the and the first element sort of connects up to up to the nose. In the same way the last year's Red Bull, this year's Ferrari, this year's McLaren, um that trend is is definitely going to be coming yeah. up across most cars, I think yeah. now. Um it looks nice, it looks refined. Yeah, it's good to see them actually innovating and not fighting fires as well for once. Like this car feels like a car mm. that actually has some intentional design elements in it and not <laughs> in, incidental <laughs> ones that they've been forced into. So, yeah, we'll see how it does on track. Hopefully, 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 hopefully yeah. it's in the mix and it's in the competition and no one team just runs away with it. Hopefully we get a season like yeah. 2012 where we had seven different winners with seven different teams in the first <laughs> 10 races. We can hope. Yeah, I mean, we, we're luckily in a position where you've got like three or four different cars that have slightly different takes on certain elements to them and at the same time still look like they've all moved in the right direction, if that makes sense. Like, you know, the Ferrari looks like it's a it's a strong improvement on what they already had last year. The Merc looks like it's back within the what is considered like the right way to be doing things in this this aero formula the aston looks like an aggressive upgrade to what they had last year and then you've obviously got what red bull are already doing from a from a winning position so it looks positive in the sense that you've got like these these four big teams within that that front pack looking like looking positive i i mean obviously we'll not know for sure until they start no. like running final parts in Bahrain um, or at least season starting parts in Bahrain but it's looking promising which is a good thing at least after last season <laughs> yeah should we do the last one yeah yep got yeah. the last one to do and that is the Red Bull of course um I mean it's a Red Bull isn't it like <laughs> should we just get should we just get the livery out of the way straight away because it is literally identical it's, just, it's literally the same I think yeah, it's like, the very it's... definition of meh isn't meh. it no change like, yeah, so we might as well put that there. That's yeah. as a car. There's going to be a lot of Red Bull fans think that really mean, but I think at the end of the day, if you're just going to keep running the same livery year after year yeah. after year after year after year after year, then it's going to get boring. You're going to, you're going to get a bit of stick yeah. for that. Yeah. Now, as a car, there's some fascinating stuff going on here. Well, well yeah. I think this. I don't think this is anything like the car that that's going to be running in Bahrain. I think there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot not. missing. There's a lot missing. And then, and there's some suspect-looking panels on it as well for me. Yeah, I mean, all of the official shots—they've basically blacked out the entrance to the side pods. Yeah. Um, there's been some kind of spy shots of them testing it, given a hint. It, it almost—I mean, from a philosophy point of view around the side pods, it's completely different. Like last year, they pioneered that kind of underbite underneath the. Yeah. Um, intakes and now all of a sudden this year they've got an overbite like there's that mm. high panel and the intakes below there are some shots that seem to suggest that the um, intakes are kind of tall vertical slits rather than the kind of letter boxes we used to yeah there's some suggestion it might be a double intake and there's maybe a kind of s ducts thing going on that ferrari have sort of done in the last couple of years um there's something very interesting going on around that side pod entrance. I think I think there might be something interesting with the front wing as well because if you look at that front wing, the front oh, wing is no, ba- yeah. basically the original mock front wing from the F1 yeah. la- launched car yeah. for this. It is no different from what I can tell to the 
here's what the new formula could look like F1 yeah, edition, the one that was that, silver that is, and red. It is, it is basically yeah. that wing. Um, so there's definitely a, a lot that they don't want people seeing around the front wing, yeah. which well, would be Well, on the launch card, there's like a weird panel that connects like the end of the nose down to the bottom of the wing. So they're definitely hiding yeah. something underneath that as well. There's like a... Um, I reckon I don't think it's going to be joined up to the to the main plate. I mean, it just <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. On one of on one of the rendered images, I I could be wrong. It might just be my eyes tricking me, but it looks like there's something under the. If you look at the one that's kind of angled forwards, like a side on shot, but it's angled forwards, it looks like all the underneath of the nose has been kind of just edited out. Because it feels like the suspension yeah. arms are missing. It look, it yeah. just looks wrong. It looks like somebody's got the grey background and a paintbrush tool in Photoshop and just gone. Burr, we don't want people seeing that bit. Like yeah, it's just, no one gets to see that bit. It's so it's so weird. Well, looking. they did the same at McLaren. That McLaren did the same. True, like, there's some shots true. of like the reflection of the car in the background, and someone's just gone over with the with the black brush in Photoshop yeah. and just feathered it all it out, is, and hidden it. It's funny. Um, the other interesting part of this car is the sort of high kind of shoulders along yeah, the yeah. box that's very yeah. reminiscent of last year's, yeah, last year's Mercedes. Um, and I think from what I've read, what they're sort, sort of trying to do there is kind of create another sort of aerodynamic sort of tunnel almost, kind of like how... So like cars like last year's Ferrari had the sort of bathtub side pods, which created this kind of channel for the airflow. And it's kind of trying to generate a second version of that because they do, if you look at the front on shot, it looks like cannons strapped to the side of the car. Yeah. Like there's a proper the channel. Oh, yeah, 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 they're absolute bulge. <laughs> yeah. And it's mad how, again, I, I don't It looks like it's got mumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like even for these renders, it's amazing how reminiscent this is of last year's Mercedes. Like there's a lot of last year's Mercedes elements going on it, here. And it it makes it makes me wonder, would Red Bull go far enough to like basically render bits that look like last year's Mercedes just to be trolls? And part of me feels like they actually would. <laughs> I know, I, th- that's why I'm kinda like, I'll be surprised if this I mean we've seen I mean we've seen a test shot of it, so we know it's got the overbite side pods, but Yeah. And we yeah. won't really know until it's out on track when people, when the photographers start their important work, what is actually going on with this car. I think the flaw in these shots is just, you know, again, <laughs> the, the, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not a Formula One car flaw, is it? At, the, no. at this point in time, like there's no features on it whatsoever. It's just, yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've the... done the absolute bare minimum that they can do in on a on a and get away with on a launch render oh, yeah. or with a launch car. They've got, I mean, just look know. at the nose and the front wing on that kind of spy shot versus the launch photos, and it's just yeah. completely I mean, different. It's it's yeah. weird, isn't it, that, that from the bits that I've seen of them at Silverstone, in a straight line side on, it almost starts to take on, like, IndyCar vibes. Do you, do you see that? <laughs> like, you know, the pointiness of it, it, like... Mm. I don't know, it feels like it's all that IndyCar kind of arrow-shaped point to it almost in places, but... That might just be me. It might just be because I've seen it at such a distance from the back of a, a back of a grandstand that someone's filmed on like an <laughs> iPhone 10 or something. And this yeah. is kind of what I love about Red Bull. Like they dominated last year. They could have played it so safe this year, but they've obviously not. Like it's just yeah. not in their nature to be conservative and play things safe. Like they really seem to be pushing the boat out and 
moving the technology forward and it's I'm, I'm afraid of what this car is going to be capable of i mean you know it could go the other way it could be that it's got, it, it could ruin their suspension it could be that it's got so much downforce heaped onto it all of a sudden that it it, it breaks some of the other components they might not work necessarily as well together as they have in the past they might have disrupted the balance somewhat but so i wouldn't be too scared until uh, the proof will be in the pudding you can't really you know a lot of people are saying oh terrified of what this what this red bull is going to be like but actually like it's not until all the cars are on track and they're in together in testing well in qualifying the following saturday well friday as it yeah um that that you're actually going to see you know whether who who is competitive who isn't who's who's made a hash of it who hasn't but i don't believe for a second that red bull have made a hash of it i think they're the they're the team that have shown the greatest understanding of these regulations up to now um and i don't imagine they'll be sort of losing any time it's just how much have they gained and it might be that you know they might not necessarily have gained an awful lot but they had to make the gains because they know everyone's catching them up so we'll we'll, we'll only know when they're actually running yeah. So I guess speaking yeah. of testing, like what are the sort of things we're expecting or things we're looking for from testing? Because we're only a few days out now. I think we're going to see a Red Bull front wing that is connected to the second element up. So not mm-hmm. the fir- not not the main plane, not the first element, but the the second the, the sort of third step of the of the yeah. wing in its entirety. entirety yeah. like looking at that spy shot, that nose does not connect to the to the to the main plane no uh i don't think it connects quite to the if it did well it has to connect to the first plane to the to the first element because that's in the regulations but if it does it's probably like running underneath it and kind of like touching its chin. yeah some some sort of like loophole thing like what mercedes have gone for yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. um i think we'll be There'll be some interesting things around the Mercedes front wing as well. I think there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of chat around that. Um, and then in terms of overall, I think I do expect it to tighten up somewhat. I don't think it'll be one team just running away with it this year. I think the other teams look, some of the other teams look like they've finally got their act together and, you know, they look like they're, like Mercedes, for example, look like they're innovating. Ferrari at the end of last season looked like they got a handle on their car and, and were starting to become really competitive and they don't look like they've made too many drastic changes. So you'd yeah. hope that that carries forward. I think you got the same there with McLaren as well. Like yeah. obviously they were, they were arguably the second comfortably the second best car on the grid um, yeah. at the end of the season and to come from where they came from. And then what looks like philosophy wise, they've just, you know, refined over the winter break for this car i think that yeah it's there's hopefully a very strong fight back from yeah from two or three teams is is what i'm hoping yeah. to see i definitely feel like mercedes are going to hit the ground running far more than they have the last couple yeah. of years i can see the sort of mercedes ferrari mclaren pack being very tight maybe yeah. aston martin in the mix with those three as well i'd hope so yeah. I mean, we could have like a top five battle. So we could have five teams at the start of the season that are all really battling for me. You have to hope it's that way because, (laughs) you know, it shows a flaw in in the new sort of spending rules. If you're you're able to lock in an advantage of that size so early on and no one can keep you up because they're all financially restricted, 
then that's obviously a, it's counterproductive to what the whole point of these rules is to tighten up the pack. But if someone gets such a steals such a march and everyone else, and then no one can they can afford it, but no one's allowed to spend their way to catch up, then you've got the exact same problem. So I think if Rebel do have a huge, huge, huge advantage again this season, then that's going to, they're going to have to start sort of rethinking how they apply that financial rule and, and what they do about it because it just can't go on like you can't have one team just dominating 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 yeah because it's people... all right having the sliding scale of budget and cfd time and um, winter time but if red bull are here dominating again this year it's clearly not making it's just not working is it yeah that much of a difference or red bull are just extremely good at working within those confines which i think well yeah really and they are obviously of course they are it's not it's no sort of it's nothing against red bull it's nothing you know they've done an amazing 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 job it's the problem is the i think a lot of teams have you know they've got the expertise they've got the knowledge they've got the skill to to catch them up it's just they don't have that they have to ration their spending in such a way that they can't apply all of their knowledge the way they would like to and that's an issue, isn't it? In a, in yeah. a sport like Formula One, like you, you can't have, you can't be putting the brakes on innovation, and that's kind of what's what's happening here, really, as a result of the cost cap. So, yeah, I mean, financially, obviously, all the teams are in a good state now, and that's that's helpful for the sport. But at what cost? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the other thing I'm very excited to see is where Minardi land in all of this given the closer ties now to red bull the uh taking as many parts as they can from them um yeah like whether that is going to be a noticeable thing out of the box or whether that's we're going to see them gradually moving forward as the season goes on here's a interesting thought do you think if that um if this design just somehow has gone horribly wrong for them Let's let's live in a fantasy world for a second. The new the new Red Bull, it's all gone wrong, and some, there's something amiss with the design, and the car's not quick, and the Minardi is quicker. Do they Oof. swap their drivers and put Verstappen in the in the Minardi in last year's oh, Red Bull? That'd be so Yuki weird. Snow does it? become a Red Bull driver much faster than he ever yeah. dreamed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not for the right reasons, unfortunately. <laughs> not like this. Yeah. It will be one of those things, won't it? It'll be like, Yuki's a Red Bull driver, but at what cost? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Brilliant. Uh, right, well, we're about to see all this unfold uh, because now we have uh, at least a rough idea of what some of these cars are like. We're practically days away from testing. Um, so, yeah, test preseason testing kicks off on Wednesday the 21st, so just a couple of days away. Um, by the time you're hearing this then you've got three days of that and then we'll be a week away from the first race of the season so mm-hmm. next week we will be back with a little bit of a uh, post-testing review and first race preview, preview of the season which yeah. feels like it's going around way preview. quicker yeah a season preview a race preview a testing review there was so much going on in that episode so that'll be an interesting yeah. one um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we will be back for that. If you want to get in touch with us in the meantime, you can find us on all the social medias by searching for Back of the Grid. Uh, we'll also post a link to our little tier maker if you want to have a go at it yourself and share them back to us and tell us where we were right and where we were wrong. Uh, and of course, if you want to be part of the Discord uh, live with the show, uh, when as we record it, head to uh, 
patreon.com forward slash back of the grid where you can find information on how to sign up for that which will get you access to the discord uh so that is it for this week uh, as i say we'll be back next week to look ahead to the bahrain grand prix so until then goodbye bye, bye.